A reading from Luke 23, 32-43. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals. One on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said he saved others, let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Yeah, we've been concentrating on this uh, totally crucial part of the biblical story. Uh, on Jesus coming to Jerusalem, the Last Supper, supper of, uh, of uh, meeting with and talking to his uh, followers in Gethsemane, uh, Judas betraying him, uh, the horrendous behavior, uh, not only the troops, but the religious leaders there trying to set Jesus up uh, to be a token sacrifice. Um, I think in John 9, it says, uh, don't you know that it's better for one to die than for all? Uh, trying to justify uh, that was not about Jesus, but it, it was about Jesus, actually. They, uh, But anyway, um, in this case, we get so much irony and so much, you know, this, this contempt and this human, this, this horrible behavior uh, the sign above Jesus. This is the King of the Jews. Well, so so I don't know. We we never much talk about irony, but the irony is, it's true. This is the King of the Jews, mm-hmm. and but it was meant to um, belittle him, to uh, you know to say he's nothing, and that's sort of uh, reinforced by one of the. Uh, uh, thieves on one of the crosses where the other one who seems to have, you know, a, a, a belief, uh, the capacity to believe says, don't you fear God? And the, the other one did not fear God, but the one that does fear God, Jesus says, I will be with you this day in paradise. I mean, it's, it's, it's such an, a, a complex and in strange way, a beautiful moment because somebody is saved. The, the work of the cross has already been put to work. Yeah, I actually don't think it's complex. I think it's one of the most precise and simplified descriptions of, of what happened on the cross in all of the Bible. This thief on the cross is one of my favorite um, aspects of the Gospels. You know, he, he actually says, I love it. Um, we are being punished justly for we're getting what our deeds deserve. Mm-hmm. But... 
this man has done nothing wrong. Ah, oh, man, he speaks for all of humanity right there. <laughs> all of us deserve punishment because of our sins. We've broken the law, but this man's done nothing wrong. And that's the exchange that happens on the cross. And actually, this concept of what we deserve, its if you think about it, it's very hard for modern man to accept that. And by modern man, I mean myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because what we want to believe is that what we deserve is blessing. What we deserve is nice things. I'm remembering about <laughs> 20 years ago now when Nancy and I were engaged to be married. I think maybe I've told this story before on this podcast, so forgive my repetition. But we we were in like, uh, what's it called? Bed, Bath & Beyond or something to do our registry, our gift registry. <laughs> you know, you're given this little um, uh, gun. gun you can scan, scan all the... Yeah, all every the, man's favorite thing. And the, the manager pulled us aside into her office and she said, oh, you know, go for go for the nicest items out there that you really want. And then she said something fascinating. She said, you guys work hard. You deserve nice things. <laughs> she literally said that. To, and I'm sitting, and I, I did not uh, uh, argue with her. But in my mind, I was like, oh, this woman has no idea about the gospel. Like, <laughs> do you want to know what we deserve? I could have gone off theological on her. But uh, no, we prefer to think we deserve nice things. But actually, the thief on the cross is right. What we deserve is punishment. But Jesus, thank God took that punishment for us. Mm-hmm. She didn't know she was talking to a pastor. That's right. Not only was I a pastor, woman. I was a recent seminary grad. <laughs> I knew everything. Right? Good job. Holding back and <laughs> I actually theologically. Myself, thank God. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me, Nathan, of what it says in said Corinthians for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. There you go. And what I love what there's some other commentator or um, some church father that talks about the thief on the cross. And he says, I love what he says about him. He says he could lift neither hand nor foot toward the kingdom of God. Right. And they were pinned to the cross. Yeah. He couldn't do anything for the kingdom. Couldn't do any right? favors for Christ. No, he couldn't get baptized or right? he couldn't do these things. And yet Christ says, you'll be, you'll with, be with me in paradise. Yeah. God's grace. Amen.